Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm James. And I'm not Michael. I'm Christina. <laughs> ah, there was a gap in there because Michael was supposed to chime in, but then he was. He, he just he's like, deuces, I'm out one week and then gone again. Classic yep. Michael. On the road again. <laughs> ah, he's on the road again. All right. Well, he did miss out, Christina, on a huge week. It's crazy. We don't even have time to talk about our lives because Nintendo, out of nowhere, threw another Nintendo Direct at us. Did you see this coming? No. I Didn't they announce it like the day before, and it was a surprise to everybody? <laughs> yeah, I heard rumblings on the inner spheres, and then I uh-huh. was on my YouTubes, and then boom, I saw like, you know, starting tomorrow at a random time. I think it was 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, which is random. Strange. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of good stuff now. I don't want to recap everything because we both watched and it was long. It was like 40 minutes or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't short. I know that because I couldn't sit through the entire thing. <laughs> I had to to pick bits and pieces off a of Nintendo life afterwards. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I like these Nintendo directs because I was in the middle of like leaving work around four. So I didn't have time. I mean, it was at four and then seven. I don't know. Some weird time. But mm-hmm. I forgot that. I got the notification on my phone. So I was on my bike ride home. It was cool that I didn't have to watch it live. I could just go watch it later immediately, get the recaps. And that that was pretty nice Mm -hmm. right away. And my favorite part of this one is that they decided to take all the Smash Brothers stuff and put it in a whole separate video. Nice. Didn't they mention like one or two little things? Yeah, they did. But they're like, hey, you know. Sakurai would love to talk to you for 26 more minutes, and we're not going to do that now. We're going to do it later. Well, I appreciate so. that because I don't know about anyone else, but I'm kind of tired of seeing uh, Smash Brothers stuff in directs. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Now, yeah. I think the stuff yeah. that they actually put in it was pretty good, but the banger, of course, the much anticipated, highly anticipated Switch release that we've only been talking about for two years on this podcast is Overwatch is officially coming to Nintendo Switch. I'm cheering for Michael. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited because I was playing Paladins and Michael goes, oh, no, no, no. You know, after he played it, he's like, you should really be playing Overwatch. And I'm like, well, I can't Mm -hmm. play Overwatch because it's not it's not on the Switch. And if it's not on the Switch, it doesn't exist, Christina. So (laughs) but it's happening. Legendary Edition is coming forty dollars because it's a paid game, you know, so it's not mm-hmm. like it's not a free game where you grind, but apparently Michael says it's a lot better than Paladins as far as the grinding and unlocking stuff. It is just hero based stuff, but it's coming. Yeah. 40 bucks. Fine. All the DLC, all the things officially got some more confirmation after that. It will be running at 30 frames per second. And unfortunately, Blizzard has confirmed that there will be no cross play or cross platform progression. They said, and I quote, we don't have any specifics to talk about today other than they that there are business and technical challenges to getting all that working correctly. Our focus has really been just trying to get Overwatch to run on the Nintendo Switch. So we all have new ways to play and welcome the Nintendo community into the Overwatch community. So with that, that's kind of a bummer, but I'm still playing it anyways. Yeah, I mean, if Michael's playing it on the Switch and you can play it on the Switch, who else do you need to play it with, right? That's true. I mean, there's yeah. really... I don't need anyone else. Just 1v1 <laughs> constantly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, yeah, I figured that's what I was excited for. I have a few more things, but you wrote down a whole bunch of stuff. So I figure I'll let you ramble through some of your top picks. Christina's picks of the direct. And then I'll <laughs> chime in randomly. How do you feel about that? Sounds good. That sounds great. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so we had another look at Luigi's Mansion 3. This looks very cute. I kind of saw that they mentioned more and then skipped over it because I, I don't want to see anything oh. else about it. I already want it. I already know that. So I'm I'm good. Oh, yeah. Well, what you missed, though, I won't talk about the (laughs) the game, okay? But Uh they announced and talked about the multiplayer modes. Oh, it looks super cool. There's going to be a Luigi versus Gooigi mode where it's Mm -hmm. 4v4 on the same console, which is bananas or online, of course. But that looked cool. Yeah, and I think that they actually showed that at E3. And that's why I was so excited about it. Because I was like, Mm. this would be a perfect game to play around Halloween with my friends, you know, my my two other friends that have Switches. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys pick it up <laughs> I'll buy but, it yeah I think it looks super cute I'm, I've never been as excited for like a Mario universe game besides Mario Kart 8 oh wow so I'm yeah I'm looking forward to it nice <laughs> and then next we saw a little more from uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening which is still available for pre-order um, they mentioned that you can save dungeon designs to a compatible amiibo so only amiibos that are from characters from the legend of zelda and that's how you can share them with your friends so you basically save it to an amiibo you give the amiibo to your friend and then they can download it and play the dungeon that you made which i think is a really you think it's stupid really stupid yeah i mean oh, I, don't know. I think it's kind of cool i mean if you're into amiibos i don't have any but i'm thinking you know if you have them that's a good like why not do that right and it's like we'll have our switches there why don't we just wirelessly transfer I mean, I guess so. Unless you're not right there with your friend with your switch, and then you could like, oh yeah, I'll just give you my amiibo, and you can give it back to me later. Or I don't know. <laughs> I could take my amiibo, download it on it, and then send my amiibo in the mail to you, and then you can transfer it. And then it's like a, it's like a, you know, then you take it, you put new board on it, you send it back to me in the mail, so that way we have time to play. No, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm seeing the ridiculous of it now. But when they first announced it, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool because I don't know much about the Amiibo world or anything like that. So I don't know. I was kind of into it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a cool idea. Yeah. I like I like anything that Amiibo does more of. So yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um, and moving on, then we had some more Pokemon Sword and Shield information. Uh, most There were four different things they hit on. The fact that You'll be able to customize characters, which I had a short conversation with Michael about it. And apparently you don't really have much character customization in the game. So adding this as an option kind of makes it feel more like an MMO RPG sort of game where you can customize your character and and everything about them. I'm, I'm all for that. So I was excited about that. Um, you can also apparently camp with your Pokemon, you know, if you're into that. <laughs> uh, they also have curry on rice, which was a big deal. Um, so usually I guess in Pokemon games, you have like that one recipe you make and you can adjust for like, just to give your Pokemon different effects and things like that. So I guess in this game, that's curry and rice. I don't know what it was in previous games, but now, now it's curry and rice. <laughs> I don't know if it ever existed, but oh, okay. I, I do like that. They really emphasized the curry on rice over and over again during the video. And so much that Michael, I believe, tweeted about how excited he is for curry on rice. I'm excited. Oh, no, for that curry was me. Rice. Oh, that was you. Okay. <laughs> that you was were. Me. 
I was, in I was, a sarcastic kind of way. <laughs> I, I love curry. I mean, one, I love rice. I'm actually not that big of a curry fan personally, but I'm into yellow curry. I like yellow curry. But but anyway, it, it, the way they announced it in the direct, the way the guy said it, he was like, "Curry on rice? Like, <laughs> like why wouldn't you be excited about that?" I mean, <laughs> That's I'm what excited. It sounded like, but <laughs> it was just such a weird thing to co- to to focus on. Um, and then the next thing is they uh, introduced two new Pokemon. One looks like a teapot. Another one looks like a dodo bird. Um, they're cool, I guess, but I'm I didn't personally care about them. I just want the game already because I just really want to play this. Now, Christina, yeah. I believe that you have to catch them all. Eh. Okay. <laughs> I take I that mean- <laughs> more as a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I was actually overall not like blown away by the sword and shield info. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, yeah. the curry on rice, camping with my Pokemon. I don't really want to do all that stuff. I just want to kind of go out and adventure. Yeah. And even the cooking in Zelda, for instance, I enjoyed cooking, but I was I never was an individual that sat down and thought to myself, oh, I want to try to cook all of the things. I just cooked a bunch of stuff. So when my health was low, it was a necessity. So if this curry on rice and the camping becomes a necessity of the game, uh, that will be cool. I like that you could do the camping with your friends. I thought that was nice. But again, if it's not like a necessity of the game, then I don't know how much I'm going to be into it. Same with customizing my character. I've never been into customizing my character because I could be playing the game, but now I'm just picking a T-shirt, which has no impact on my game. So even in Fortnite, I just have everything on random. I'm like, I don't even care. Just really? D- doesn't even matter. <laughs> Why is it, doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. So. I am I am almost the polar opposite to you. I love being able to customize my characters. I love cooking in games. Um, I, I mean, I'm not super pumped for curry on rice, but just in general, like the recipes and like there would be times where I'd be going to sleep at night and I'd think, oh, I wonder if I mix these things together, if it would make something different. Um, <laughs> I just love that kind of stuff, I guess. I'm not maybe it's the creative part of my personality. I'm not sure. But um yeah, I, I'm all for it. Mostly, I was mostly excited about the customization of your character. Okay. But yeah. Right. And then next, there are 20 Super NES games, which will be now available for Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we heard there were rumors about this a little bit, maybe like a month ago, something like that. Yeah. But it's actually here. It, it happened. Uh, also, because I know everybody's wondering... The rewind function will also be available for these games. Um, some of my favorites that I pointed out or some of the ones that I was interested in personally was um, Super Mario Kart, Kirby's Dream Course. I put that in there for you, Mats. Um, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, F-Zero, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, Super Mario World, Star Fox, Stunt Race FX, and Super Metroid. Yeah, I looked at the game list. I, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, has the same exact games as you. Um, I will want to mention here that it does say there's online play. And if there's online play for Super Mario Kart, that will blow my mind. And we need to test <laughs> it out because out of yeah. all the games from the NES and the other ones that had them, I didn't really care. But if they have F-Zero and Super Mario Kart multiplayer, which we definitely need to test out, it's going to blow my mind. It's going to be so flipping cool and bananas. <laughs> Um, I do think that's cool. I think Super Earth Defense Force is pretty cool because that game gets ridiculous. Usually, like they're all about these huge insects and stuff. And then Breath mm-hmm. of Fire, I think, is also really neat. Uh, these are some of the games that aren't on the 
the Super NES Mini Classic Edition. Mm-hmm. So that intrigues me quite a bit where a lot of these games were on it and um, those ones aren't. But, I mean, there's a few other ones that aren't, but they don't really interest me that much like Brawl Brothers yeah. or Demons Crest. Some but. of them I'd never even heard of before. But then again, I I played like maybe two games ever on the SNES. Yeah. One of them, including um, Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Pretty cool, though. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. happy. I like games. I like games, you know. Yeah. Yeah, games are good. And and you had a found a little bit of extra news after the fact, right? So they didn't didn't announce this in the video, but you mentioned that they will no longer be added monthly. They're now going to be added irregularly. That's what it says. It'll okay. go whenever they whenever they feel like it, you know. Okay. Like you you do when they want to like no commitment <laughs> you know no commitment yeah. they're like yes, whatever I, and and that that's fine it doesn't matter that you know they're just gonna do it whenever so yeah yeah and if you're coming in now you have so many games to play anyways like i think i looked there's like over two thousand games on the switch and then you have all these games so i mean it's it's a good time to have a switch it's a great every day is a great day to have a switch in fact <laughs> you can buy now more accessories for your switch well coming soon because they also announced, alongside all the SNES games, the SNES controllers that are Bluetooth bananas. Uh, and this was cool because if you remember the NES controllers, which I have, which are still mint inbox unopened, I wonder why, <laughs> um, you had to buy a two pack for like 60 bucks and you had to slide them in to the um, Joy-Con slots, which now, if you buy a Nintendo Switch Lite, you will not be able to do that, which is kind of silly to think about. Yeah. Um, but the new ones, which you can now buy in solo packs, maximum four uh, per Nintendo account with paid Nintendo Switch Online or free trial. Oh, actually, no, offer not available to free trial holders. Sorry. Um, they will be available for, I think it's going to be $30 um, plus shipping. And what's nice, of course, you don't need this to play, but of course, I'm totally going to have it because it looks spot on amazing. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to buy two of them immediately. They're coming soon. Uh, They charge via USB-C, which is super nice because I have USB-Cs all over my house. And of course, that's what charges your switch, uh, which is nice. So you do need that. um, And I'm going to buy it. So I'd love to. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) I love to give Nintendo all my money. So. Why wouldn't I do that? So yeah, I'm in. You'll have to let us know how they feel. I want to have a, I want to have a drawer of just all like all the Nintendo controllers ever. Right? I have like NES, SNES, N64. Like there'll be GameCube controllers, like Wii motes. But Jeez. I'll have all of the original ones, and I'll have the wireless ones. It's stupid. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like Nintendo, they're so good at this. You're making... not a collector at all. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. But I. I am. I don't know. I just. Nintendo, like when they say these things print money, right? They literally print money, Christina. (laughs) Anyways. So next up, we also had some news about, is it Tetris 99 2.0? Is that actually the name of it? Or is it just Tetris 99? It is version 2.0. Oh, okay. Well, it's getting a physical release, um, which you might think is kind of silly since it's free for online players and you can download it on your Switch. But... The physical release is is going to include all of the paid for DLC and 12 months of online. So it's just kind of like a nice bundle where you can just get it all together in one purchase and then you're set. Um, They'll also be adding daily missions, 
that you can play and you can basically get special themes uh, for your or special skins or themes for Tetris 99, which seems kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think since you play this so much? Uh, yeah, I mean, I love it. There's new themes. There's going to be new modes. There's going to be new multiplayer modes, a whole bunch of stuff built mm-hmm. into this thing. I don't know. Give me more Tetris. I love Tetris. It's my favorite. Um, <laughs> I just love Tetris. It's it's a it's a the cool thing about Tetris is it's a classic coming of age tale put into one beautiful puzzle game, really, at the end of the day. And it's a game that anyone can pick up and play. So I I love it. I'm all about it. More Tetris. Um, Christina. That's like the Max. end of your list. It is. Do you but have like, more? No, I mean, I do, but I'm so surprised. Like, no Animal Crossing talk in there? Like, no, like, Witcher See, talk? they, the Witcher, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm just, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Only because I haven't played any of the other Witcher games. Is the third one the best one to jump into? Is getting it for my Switch the best thing to get it for? I'm just not sure. And there's so many other games out there that I want to save up for that it just doesn't really make sense for me to be so excited about The Witcher 3, at least as much as excited about as I was when I first saw it. Um, And Animal Crossing, I've never really been into it. Mm. I mean, I I guess, you know, I, I based on the style of game I like, everybody's like, oh, you love this game. I'm surprised you don't play it. But I just never really got into it. And so now, even even watching it during E3 and some of the stuff they had it for it, I just, I wasn't loving it. I'm not sure why, but I just wasn't. <laughs> yeah, there was a time when I was all gung-ho on Animal Crossing, and that time is not mm-hmm. now anymore. I mean, I think it's great. If you're into that game, awesome. It's going to be fantastical, but I just don't have the time commitment. That's my problem. Mm. So, um, But yeah, there was a bunch of stuff I was excited for. Super Kirby Clash, free-to-play game. Uh, I downloaded that. haven't played it yet. But I downloaded it. Excited. I love free games. I love Kirby. So that seems cool. Um, I did like the Smash Brothers stuff, uh, specifically around Banjo-Kazooie. They're going to do more fighters. That's rad. Uh, Doom 64. Hello. I love Doom. That's me. <laughs> I love it. Bring it. I was. I thought they were going to talk about D- Doom Eternal, but they're like Doom 64, which I've never played. So that's cool. Great. Uh, bu- 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 what else? Ooh, one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. It might be the best Star Wars game ever created. Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Spectacular, spectacular game. I had that on my original Xbox. Phenomenal multiplayer game online. I- I'm-, I'm hoping they'll do the multiplayer. So cool. I-, I spent nights upon nights upon nights on that game. So, <laughs> so good. Um, See, I did see it and I, I looked at it and I thought about it for a second, but I just don't know if visually it would hold up for me. I think they're I'm not, not sure. They're not putting any effort into that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever. It's here's the game. I'm okay with yeah. that. I bought Turok for twenty dollars because I'm an idiot. So what are you gonna do? I guess uh, I figured with a lot of these games, they should be doing like and, and they are doing a lot of remastered versions of games that are coming out again mm-hmm. but i don't know i feel like star wars is the one to do it with and I, they didn't <laughs> they did not know yeah. no they'll re-release this if it sells well then they'll do a remaster you gotta buy it again oh okay no there we know. go uh i did think it wouldn't that surprise me that wouldn't surprise me either yeah there's a bunch yeah. of other stuff in here go take a look those are my top picks pick picks of the pod anything else yeah no, I think overall it was a pretty it was a pretty decent direct. There was some good stuff. A lot of things I also didn't care about, but <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's get on to some other news because it's not just direct all direct all the time over here at the dispatch. There was some more news on Pokemon Masters. We talked about that it had 10 million downloads first day uh, last week, which was awesome. And now we're getting some reports from Sensor Tower, our favorite analysis analyzer of all things mobile gaming. That's saying that Pokemon Masters has now officially brought in $26 million its first week. Uh, This is actually really good compared to the other Pokemon games in their first uh, week. Pokemon Go is the top at 56 million. So this was just about half or so. And the third was Pokemon Quest, which brought in 3 million. So 56, 26, 3 million. So doing pretty good and doing very well in Japan. In fact, Japan contributed 62% of the gross income, which is about $16 million in revenue. So game seems to be doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Japan contributed so much doesn't really surprise me too much. Yeah, they did the same for we, we know Fire Pokemon's Emblem. insane over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but in more news, I'm not sure if uh, you were on Twitter at all this week, James, uh, or if any of our listeners were on Twitter at all this week. But if you were, you definitely saw a very strange piece of round plastic in a video with Nintendo's logo on it floating around. So Nintendo is teasing its next big innovation which is some kind of round controller that holds Joy-Cons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's basically all we have for now. Um, there also seems to be a kind of variant of it that straps to your thigh. Um, some people are wondering if it could be a steering wheel from Mario Kart or and slash or could be used for some kind of like workout or health related game or activity. Um, but there will be another update on September 12th. So we'll learn more. I mean, I'm interested. I have no idea what's going on in the video. Um, it's a little weird, but I'd like to hear more about it. <laughs> I'm in for two. I'll buy all of it. Yeah. You remember <laughs> how I just give Nintendo all my money? I'm in. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> this to me, what they're attempting to do, which I believe is the next Wii Fit. That, that's what they're trying to do. And yeah, I can see that. It makes sense. It makes sense. And to really get that mass appeal, you could imagine being like, hey, buy this $200 console and then you have a, a fitness thing with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Mass appeal. And that's what really helped Wii Fit back in the day. Um, the Brain Age games on the on the DS were huge, ridiculous sellers. It's a different demographic that they're trying to hit that you normally wouldn't sell the Switch to or video game consoles. And that's what Nintendo is great at doing. You know what? Yeah. I could, I could, I could uh, use uh, to trim some, some flub off my love handles here. So I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just excited to hear more about it. I thought their teaser was just really weird. I almost hate that they do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish they would just announce it all like fully, like then and there, and not give you like little teasers here and there, like little breadcrumbs. Like, just explain to me what the heck it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Let's move on to game news. So last week we talked a little bit about uh, review bombers going after Astral Chain. Well, Metacritic has taken action. Um, So it seems like Metacritic decided to go through and delete a bunch of negative reviews. And as a result, Astral Chain went from an average 6.0 player rating to a 9.0. 
And uh, I was watching a video of someone who went through and actually researched the people who still have gave it zero reviews. And the only viable excuse besides the fact that it's only available on the Switch, it's a Switch exclusive, is the fact that it runs at 30 frames per second. Hmm. Um, hmm. So we know it's complete junk. <laughs> <laughs> like the reviews that people are, are giving like zeros for no reason. Um which is unfortunate, but I'm just happy that it's still getting such great reviews. I I'm excited for this game. Everything I see about it, I, I it looks so cool, <clears throat> and it seems like there's a lot more exploration to the game than I originally thought. I was watching a review for it, and there's like you can find cats in the game. Um, there's like all these cool little things that I didn't expect. But anyway, I'm just I'm just happy it has a better <laughs> better rating now. Well, good. I mean, we talked about this last week, and it's something that they need to do, and they need to do it across the board it's the for mm-hmm. the greater good you know uh yeah out there because that's the problem is as we're ever more connected i i, I say this is the amazon issue is you, you don't actually mm-hmm. know who's selling you what on amazon what reviews are are real or not i use this website have you ever heard of it called fakespot.com i have not so fake spot you can use this um and what it does is you can paste any amazon best buy steam walmart TripAdvisor, or, Vel- or yelp um, url in it and it'll analyze using machine learning all of the reviews and scores and give you a score of abcd for that product and that vendor so it's mm-hmm. something i use because let's say you're buying a usb charging cable there's going to be eight billion of them and who knows how amazon recommends anything so Something yeah. might have a thousand reviews at four stars. You're like, that's pretty good. And then you put it in there. It's like F score, you know, because they're all fake. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully they can get past this, fix it up. I like what they're going so far. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So fake spot, fake spot dot com. Every Recommendation time. Recommendation of the week. Pick of the pod. Uh, <laughs> all right. So before we get into some new accessory news, which I'm really excited about, there's one other game news update that we would need to tell you about because it was absolutely my pick of, I guess, last year when it came out. But it's my, it's my, maybe my entire pick of the Nintendo Switch. It's probably one of the best games besides Zelda that's on the Nintendo Switch, which is Celeste from Matt Makes Games. It is a phenomenal platforming game. Again, one of my favorite games of all time. And they are coming out with a new chapter, the uh, final story chapter called Chapter 9 Farewell. It is released now. It's out. It's totally out. It just came out on today. the 9th. Today, when we record. Oh, yeah, the 9th. The 9th. <laughs> so, but today, if you if you haven't heard of it, it's available today. Um, <laughs> what's cool is that um, this adds in over 100 new levels, bringing the game up to 800 levels, 40 minutes of new music from Lena Rain, who I've met, who's delightful. I've met everyone from this team. They're all delightful people. Amazing uh, individuals and developers. Um, yeah. So you get to reconnect to the characters. There's a new story on it. All you have to do to unlock it is complete chapter eight and then boom, you're good to go. And they are also having a, uh, release, uh, a physical release from limited run games. So if you want to go buy it physically, you can, uh, totally get it. So yeah. Cool. Have you ever played yeah, Celeste? I have, I have the demo. I have the demo of the game on my Switch. I just haven't gotten around to playing it yet. And I feel bad because both you and Michael seem to really want me to play this game. <laughs> it's like, but I'll get to it. I know I will. <laughs> it's like one of the best games ever made. So just saying. Mm. So good. <laughs> it is. I don't know. I mean, and then you'll play and you're like, oh, I hate this game. But I think it's so good. I don't know. Um, I doubt I'll hate it. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, In other news... 
Yacht Club Games, the creators of Shovel Knight, which is a phenomenal game, they have announced a brand new Amiibo. Talking about Amiibos, it is the Shovel Knight Gold Edition, platinum, no, gold-plated, not platinum, because that would be the platinum edition, but gold-plated Shovel Knight uh, Amiibo, uh, and it's coming out for $16. You can pre-order it now. It ships in December when all of the physical releases are getting updated. Uh, What's cool about it is that it will work just like any of the other Shovel Knight Amiibo. So you can have a custom knight, which is a fun way to play Shovel of Hope. You can level up by collecting gold and unlocking new moves. There's co-op challenges in Shovel of Hope, Baron Set, and Fairy of Shovelry in any of the Shovel Knight games. You get all these unlocks when you get it, which is pretty cool, but it looks pretty awesome. So give that a look. I've never heard of the game before, but I'll take your word for it. Oh, Shovel Knight? Oh, Shovel Knight's like an awesome... 2D side scroll. You're this knight, and you have a shovel, shovel knight. Yeah. Yeah. What do you dig with the shovel? No, I mean it's your it's your it's your weapon. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting weapon of choice. A shovel. Because <laughs> he's shovel knight. Gotcha. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, in more product news, uh, it seems like there's a new Joy-Con patent that is going to introduce adjustable hinges. Um, so Nintendo is toying around with the idea of adding like, so the front part of your Joy-Cons will like bend forward so you can customize it so you can have a better grip. Um, the hinges bend. Uh, so it's just the front part on both Joy-Cons is kind of what they're playing with right now. Um, so it'll also feel more like a regular controller. And additionally, you can bend them backwards when they're snapped into the Switch dock or snapped into the Switch which I think is pretty interesting. But that's all the information we have on it right now. It was just a patent filing. So um, who knows if it'll actually go into production or anything like that. But I, it's it's an interesting idea. Hmm. I, looked, I mean, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I guess... Anything, anything to make the Switch more comfortable, you know? I'm all for it. I guess the question is why? I think it's because holding the Switch the way it is right now, at least when you're holding the Joy-Con by itself... I, I can see how adjusting it forward in that way would be a little more comfortable to hold. But then what about the switch light? I mean, it can't have adjustable, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the price of getting the cheaper switch is you can't adjust your joy cons. Mm. At least that's how I would view it. I guess. I mean, it looks pretty cool. I mean, if these patents are spot on, I mean, th- the drawings are really, really good. And they do describe the functionality just like you said. So, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in it. I, I yeah. do play docked mostly, so it's not a big deal, but it is pretty neato. So I don't know. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Good. Good. Fine, Christina. Yeah. All right. Let's get into everyone's favorite time. The Lulama Supplies Update Rumor Mill Update. <laughs> All right. Not much. Um. So it's really a. Fortnite, because I'm not playing Fortnite right now, so we don't really have much in this a Loot Llama Supply Drop update. <laughs> but you did stumble upon, Christina, this awesome uh, rumor, which was some data mining happening in Fortnite that suggests that there might be a Fortnite slash Splatoon collaboration, which would be bananas. Um, apparently, they were digging around in the Fortnite code, and they saw something that said Squid Kid in it uh tbd so some some new skins or backpack bling or something like that uh they've there's been crossovers before with borderlands stranger things the avengers 
uh, I think this would be super duper cool. I've never seen Nintendo do it um, with, I mean, I guess we've seen Nintendo do other collaborations with other companies. It's just, I wouldn't have expected Nintendo to do this. So I still don't expect them to, but now that Splatoon sort of has its out where it's not really doing a lot more of the big events, it'd be a cool way for people that don't normally know about Splatoon to learn about Splatoon. So that'd be cool. And I can even see how that could look and or how it could work in Fortnite. You could literally take the Splatoon functionality with like the cannons and whatnot mm. and actually incorporate that into Fortnite. And it would be really cool. Yeah, that'd be so yeah. cool. I'd be into it. <laughs> and I also can't take full credit for for a couple of these links. I know Michael shared a bunch of them, so well, he's not here. So you get all the credit. So yeah. Oh, is that how that works? That is how that works. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. That's it for news this week. So now we're going to move on to the top 10 bestsellers of the week. First is Astral Chain. Second, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. Third, Super Beat Zonic. Uh, fourth is Minecraft. Fifth, Spyro Reignited the Trilogy. Tor- and then sixth is Torchlight 2. Seven, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Eight, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the pre-purchase. Uh, nine is Human Fall Flat, which I actually looked at this because it's been on my wish list and it looks hilarious and it's on sale right now. I think it's about a dollar off, something like that. And then 10th is Undertale. And then a couple other new games that didn't quite make it to the top 10, but are in the top 30. We have Risk of Rain 2, which is in 12th place. River City Girls is in 13th place. And then Divinity Original Sin is in 16th place. Nice. Nice to see Risk yeah. of Rain up there I like that. Almost in the top 10. Um, do you want me to just go right into the new releases this week to them? Do it. It's all you, Christina. Michael is gone, right. so he misses out <laughs> again. All right. So we don't have anything on the 9th, but on the 10th, we have Gun Gun Pixies for $50. And then we have Blasphemous for $25. On September 11th, we have Throne Quest Deluxe for $6. On the 12th, we have Battle Supremacy Evolution for $10. Super Dodgeball Beats for 13 for the 3DS, we have Space Intervention for $1. Uh, we have Ritual Sorcerer Angel for $10. The 10th Line Special Edition for $13. Sydney Hunter and the Curse of the Mayan for $20. And The Sinking City for $50. Then on the 13th, we have Rest in Pieces for $8. Uh, Ellen for $8. Damon X Machina. Uh, there's a new demo for that available for $60. Uh, Chop for $10. Atomic Heist for $8. Uh, Distraint Deluxe Edition for 6 And Star Wars Pinball for $30. And that's it for the new releases this week. All right. Well, let me that's break down my top picks, Christina, because mm-hmm. I got a lot of them. Uh, Do it. <laughs> I did look at Gun Gun Pixies, which is a ridiculous game. Uh, it's about two like alien tiny pixie girls and they're studying like people in dormitories like like in school it's very weird and terrible and i i don't not about it but i had to mention it because it's it's so strange and so odd i don't understand it um in general yeah i didn't put a check next to that one (laughs) neither did i i did not i I just i don't want to mention it because it's ridiculous yeah um i did put a check next to blasphemous which looks stupendous this game maybe this is the game that kind of um is like the next castlevania to be honest with you i mean michael and i were both complaining just recently about 
um, whatchamacallit, Bloodstained. And this game is like a Dark Souls slash Metroidvania slash Castlevania hardcore side scroller. It looks awesome. The reviews are rolling in on it. Super duper good already on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it does look extremely violent, just absolutely ridiculous uh, over the top. So take that into consideration, not for the kiddos, but this one's on my must buy list. Like it looks stupendous. I'm all about it. Yeah, I mean, I looked at that and it's just not for me, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I can I can see how you I could see how you and then, you know, maybe Michael would be into it. Yeah, I put a I also put Throne Quest Deluxe. This one's a little bit less over the top. It's a action RPG uh, has tons of uh, items and monsters and classes that you can pick. It's, you know, that 2D art style, you know, action role playing game that you would you know, be used to it. $6. So kind of looks good if you just need some of that in your life, um, which is cool. Um, but one that really excites me actually is super dodgeball beats. I did put in a request for a code, but we have not gotten one. So if you're out there, super dodgeball beats, let me know because this game is dodgeball plus music. And you know, I love music games, Christina. Oh, you love them. Yeah. I'm all about them. So <laughs> if this has what I want, which is music, and dodgeball i could be into it as 18 original tracks all crazy really ridiculous dodgeball kind of names of teams and they call it the first ever rhythm sports game so um i'm based on dodgeball so could be fun i don't know if it's really worth the 13 dollars, but man i would love a demo or something like that that'd be so much fun it looked very bright and colorful i remember from looking at that one it did it did yeah yeah um, of course, I want Damon X Machina. You know, that's going to be awesome. Um, I'll download the new demo. I don't know if I'm going to go all in on it yet. Uh, I also put 15 million check marks next to Star Wars Pinball because, you know, I love pinball. You do love pinball. I <laughs> uh, do love pinball. Now, this is going to be a standalone game and a physical release. And I hope that it's also just an add-on pack for the Zen Pinball FX uh, 3 because I want all my games in one. So I'll confirm with that. I'll give the 30 bones to play all the Star Wars. It's all the the Star Wars games that have ever, the pinball boards that have been released. So that one sort of excites me. Uh, And then I did have one that we both had checked, which was Ellen, which is a bad name for a game. Because when you search Ellen game, it brings up all of the Ellen DeGeneres games. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but this one looks cool. It's like this 8-bit style sort of uh, pixel, 2D pixel horror game. I thought the trailer looked great. I was I was impressed. It's it's like a 8-bit, but it's foggy and spooky. And it's, it's a horror game, essentially. So, and it looks like a horror game. It, but it's cute in that it's an 8-bit game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but... Listeners, definitely check it out because it looks very cool. Um, and we actually we have a couple spooky ones on our list this week. Um, you, because you know, you know, it's because Halloween's around the corner. You know why? Because I went to my local grocery store, Halloween Canyon everywhere. I went to Michael's. The entire store is just Halloween's. It's not even it's it just became September, people. It's good. To I know I was I was in Michael's two or three weeks ago and they already had all their Halloween stuff out. And I was like, oh, come on, you got to waste at least at least until September. Like, come on. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. But I'm actually interested in a couple of these spooky games. So I as well had Ellen checked. 
I also checked rest in pieces only because it looks ridiculous, but like so scary at the same time. <laughs> it's it's a weird kind of like puzzle, um, not racing game, but you get like these little like you are you play as this porcelain character that looks like something you'd hang on your Christmas tree, but they're all like really spooky ones. So like one looks like is called Georgina and she's wearing a yellow raincoat and she has this look on her face like she's terrified. But you play as this like dangling porcelain ornament, but you're going, but you're being pulled through these like very nightmarish, very spooky kind of racetracks, I guess. But like you have to like move in certain ways so you avoid these obstacles and things like that. It's it's a really interesting gameplay. I don't I don't think I've seen anything like it really. Have you? Uh, it kind of reminds me of some like high speed racers. You are, you know, going down this. Yeah, yeah. Path forward. But yeah, I don't know. But the concept of being this hanglin- hanging porcelain thing and like when you can smash into things and basically break and die. <laughs> yeah, very different. Is, yeah. It's yeah, it's different. It's interesting. It's creepy. It's the stuff of nightmares. Um, if you really want to get spooked out this Halloween maybe check that one out another one that I was really looking forward to at E3 after they showed the cinematic trailer for it was the sinking city so I have a check next to this one and in the eShop they don't really have any gameplay in a trailer or anything Um, but you posted a link to Steam and on Steam they have two trailers once a cinematic trailer that showed at e3 and then there's another one where it's a crossword and cinematic and they so they also show some gameplay um very minimal gameplay though so i'm still a little skeptical but i have a good feeling about this game i don't know about you Mott, but the graphics look really cool and it's all inspired by like hp lovecraft you're playing this detective that's investigating the city that's kind of been possessed and you're trying to figure out why it's been possessed and why it's kind of turned the people who live there insane um, I, I don't know. I like the concept a lot. I think it sounds really cool. I'm excited to see, you know, how it turns out. I won't be buying it for $50 right away. Um, <laughs> because there's a lot of other games out there that I'd like to save money for Link's Awakening. Um, but I think it looks cool. I don't know what do you, you, you didn't have a check next to it. So it's just not, is it not a game you're into? No, it's a game that I'm totally into, to be honest with you. But uh-huh. the the biggest thing that I have is that I was looking through the gameplay, which is a little bit trickier to find. And mm-hmm. my big issue was that it looked very slow, more mystery solving, very Alan Wake, which is not a bad thing necessarily. Uh, but all the gameplay, I don't know if it was recorded on a Switch or somewhere else. So I am intrigued to see how this game turns out on Switch before yeah. going forward. So, And that's why I'm like not jumping at it. <laughs> because especially recently, there hasn't been a lot of good games that like came over to Switch. There's been more that have been coming back with bad reviews than good reviews. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then lastly, I checked Ritual Sorcerer Angel. It looked interesting to me. Um, let's see. Where's the link for it? Yeah. So it's um, a, a spell casting sort of action RPG. So I'm not usually into these fast paced kind of games. But when I actually watched the gameplay for it, it didn't seem like it was that fast paced. Like it seemed like something I could handle. So um, yeah, I put a check next to it. I'm interested in it. And it looks I like the like 
it looks like each map has like this color theme to it, which I'm super into. So nice. yeah. And that that's it for me. Yeah, lots of good stuff coming out this week. I was sort of surprised when I was going yeah. through. So what's well, time for everyone's favorite part of the pod? What you've been playing? What you've been playing, Christina? <laughs> so <laughs> I played or tried to play Decay of Lagos. Um I don't know if they released an update yet or if I, I, I just I'm not I'm not sure. I'm either really bad at games or I just it, this game's terrible. <laughs> well, so what is this game about? What it, what is what is it first? I don't even I don't even know. It it reminds me of like a first person sort of like Zelda exploration game, but it also kind of reminds me of some of the playthroughs I've watched of um oh, what's that game? Wow, it was just on the tip of my tongue. A Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. but graphically it looks nothing like dark souls just the functionality of it like you have these sort of like prayer stones you go to those are your save points if you die in between any of them you go back to that original person and they're not close together hmm. um and just to ex- i only made it to one pray area praying area um but essentially you're like put into this game there's no real backstory there's like a cool little um video intro where it kind of shows you how you make friends with this llama thing and you have to like feed it berries and then it loves you. But after that, it's like you're put into this game and you come out of this house that's on like your this whole town is on fire, essentially. And that's it. Okay. And you pick up a sword and and you just you have to figure it out. Um so I I and then as you go through, there's like these stones that you have to stop and read to figure out what you press to do things. And oh man, I don't know how to dodge. I went, I've died like five times and I went back to this one stone and I read the instructions on how to dodge things and it just was not working. I just kept getting killed by these stupid little eyeball plant things and it was driving me insane. I was texting Michael at the same time and I'm like, I don't know if I'm just terrible at this game or I just, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And the thing is, is I even went as far as Googling what the play controls were. Cause I was like, there's gotta be a way for you to block in this game. There has to be. And maybe I just haven't figured it out yet. I tried to look up the controls for the Nintendo switch. All the results I got were terrible reviews for the game. Mm. So, I mean, I kind of cheated through the tutorial a little bit. I like just ran and skipped through a lot of it because I just wanted to see what else this game had. I didn't get very far at all. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I got to like the next, I guess, sort of area where there's like these tree people and I was able to kill one of them. But then by the time I got to the next dude, he killed me instantly. So I, I don't know. I say, was, so like conceptually, conceptually, the game itself, like, is there, let's say they fix everything. Conceptually, is there a game there? Of interest. I I don't even know Hmm. because I didn't even make it that far. Like, I'm not sure what the story is. You play as this kind of androgynous elf character trying to. I I don't even know what this llama companion is. I can't even jump on. I have to find fruit and then feed it fruit and then I can jump on it. So it doesn't actually really like me. Hmm. Um, (laughs) As opposed to like any other game, you know, you get a mount. You can jump on it anytime you want. No, you have to feed this thing something and then you can jump on it. I don't know. I, I'm just really not sure about it. Maybe maybe I didn't get the update yet. I'm not sure. But the, their controls, their mapping for the controls is very strange. And I just, 
Yeah. Hmm. It's sad because it looks cool. I wanted to really like it. And I was, I heard there were a lot of bad reviews for it, but I was still optimistic that I would like it just because it looked pretty. But I'm sorry, guys. I can't recommend this one yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we had talked about a few weeks ago that it had, you know, we we wanted to wait because we weren't sure if the final review units were there. We got emails from them saying like, hey, we're going to have a day one patch. It's pending approval. And that was on the 24th. So two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Um, I am reading some articles now on it that they have released this. They've delayed the switch version until sometime in September. They didn't say oh, when. Good. <laughs> uh, they the Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, and the PC games are released. So they said that only the issues now are on the Switch version. So you can't find it in the store. You can't find it on the Nintendo website. It's like gone for all intents and purposes. So this might be, I mean, if it comes out, unless maybe maybe it never comes out, right? Christina, you might be one of the yeah. only people that have ever got to play Decay of Lagos. I feel so special. <laughs> uh, but maybe they will release an update. So and then we can report again on it. But that's a bummer. You know, it is a bummer because, I mean, this is like the first like free code that we've gotten that I've been able to try and play. And I was really looking forward to it. And it just. Oh, and another thing about the combat is it felt really sluggish. Like it's it, it, it's almost like the sword weighs more than the character does the way she like uses it. And it's just it was very frustrating. And I was getting very angry when I was playing. <laughs> mm. But. You know, if it does come out with an update, if that happens, I will give it another chance. I'm not quick. I mean, everybody knows how patient I was with Porsche, with my time in Porsche. I can't just give up on games like that, you know. So we'll see. Um, other than that, to lift my spirit a little bit, immediately after I stopped playing Logos, I started playing Super Beat Sonic. That yeah. game makes my hands sweat like instantly. It's so stressful. But like, and it's funny because they're not necessarily songs I know or songs I love. But you just get so into the beat as you're trying to like hit all the right keys. <laughs> it was funny because my mom came in the room or like she walked by and she looked at me. She's like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I guess I was like bobbing with the switch or something. And she said I looked really funny. <laughs> so uh, it's fun. It's fun. It definitely uh, made me feel better after uh, the decay of Logos debacle that I had. <laughs> it's a good game. I mean, are, are yeah. you a rhythm person music not not really the only and actually i wanted to mention this because i wanted to recommend it since you recommended um fake spot there was a a mobile game that i used to play a bunch called dancing line Mm. have you ever played this mots no it's very cool so you almost have like you should check it out it's a rhythm dancing game but you tap the screen along with the beat Mm. and every time you tap the screen the path that this line is taking changes so you have to change this line along with the map that the music is following it's very very interesting and um i really like that and some of the songs are very cool too but that's as far as like i i mean i played ddr in high school didn't really get into it too much but i am liking super beat oh, nice good <laughs> yeah nice i'm into it mm-hmm. awesome yeah i'm a big fan of the of it it's no longer on sale so you missed out we told you we told everybody to go get it but it's a great game, so I'm, I'm glad that you're enjoying it and that it could spirit, mm-hmm. it could you know, bring light into the de- from the decay. Oh, it definitely did. <laughs> it's a shame about Decay of Logos because the the box art is so cool looking, like the icon. It's a pretty game. Mm. 
It's a really pretty game. Even like the loading screen is so simple and, and cute. After a while, it got old because I kept dying and kept seeing it and hating it. But it looks cool. <laughs> Very sad. Um, yeah. Ah. I have my fingers crossed. We'll see. So what have you been playing this week? Yes, I have been going to the Twitch uh, much more recently. I've had some spare cycles to Twitch it up and export to our YouTube nice. as well. Um, we got a game code. Actually, the developer of this game reached out to us directly, which was really cool. Nord Unit. Oh, uh, yeah, we got an email from them. Of course, we love game codes. We'll play everybody's games for free. We like that. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink. Eh. And, which is cool. I mean, we buy games all the time, but we would love to talk more in depth about this because like, we would never get to play some of these games just because we can't buy every single game under the sun. So... Uh, we've been getting a few from Keymailer, and then, yeah, this uh, developer reached out and uh, tossed a code our way. And this game, I had rewatched the trailer for, and I told Michael and you, I said, I'm into this game. Uh, let me play it, because I know Michael's on the road, and I want to talk about it. And this game mm -hmm. is called Hyperforma. Uh, and it had just come out last week, so it was brand new. We, we talked about it. It was a game that I didn't even put on my list at all, to be honest with you. It didn't, I guess watching the trailer first didn't sort of suck me in, uh, in general. And then I rewatched the trailer for it and I was like, okay, I could, I remember seeing it and it had this sort of matrixy sort of inter computer vibe to it or so. And yeah. So yeah, it, ha it looked really cool. So I downloaded it. I've been playing through it. And this game is a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I did not realize what I was doing because there's not a real tutorial, but it, for all intents and purposes, is a puzzle-based arcade game. I sort of think of it as Breakout. You know Breakout. Kind of. I'd have to look it up, but I know the name's familiar, so if I looked it up, I knew I would know what you were talking about. <laughs> so Breakout, the, the classic, you have a bunch of... Think of it like this breakout, you know, you'll know exactly as soon as I mention it to you, because there's a bunch of like rectangles at the top of the screen and you are a little rectangle at the bottom. And you move back and forth, left to right, and you bounce a ball and try to break the stuff on top. Oh, OK. Break out, break up, break out. That's what I want. Break out game. Yes. You see. Yep. I know exactly. What you're talking. OK. Yep. Yes. I see it. It's because I said break up and that's not the correct thing breakout so <laughs> yeah i googled breakout and i saw it <laughs> yeah breakout breakout it's like that but in full three dimensions so you have this sphere that you're controlling and there's a core to the center of it and you play as this little tiny character that's supposed to be like hacking the computer system and this is hacking into the internals of the computer is the goal um of it so you, there's a bunch of different things that happen um, to your little character so it can get sucked into like these little orbs and some things are harder. They bounce you back. So you have to rotate the orb uh, without dying because there's like lasers or there's things that can destroy you. But you yourself have different power ups that you can deploy. So you can have um, like a fire mode that helps you go through different items. You can create a twin and split yourself into two and you have control of both of them. And each level you're progressing is hacking through part of the system. And I think there's like eight or 10 different part, eight different parts to it. And it tells this story um, of, of you trying to find for some reason what happened to princess or whatever. That's the goal of it. 
and someone joked that's like your princess is in a is in another um is in another like data center or something like that um <laughs> so it's kind of like this this really cool like journey and I really like the atmosphere of it. The music is fantastical. Like the sound effects are really, really good. Um, it does have gyroscope support, which I turned off because you could, I mean, it's not really necessary, but you can kind of rotate your Joy-Con to, uh, or your your Pro Controller to move the the orb that you're trying to break into. Um, it's really, really good. You, I really enjoy the in-between levels. You play 10 levels, you have to get so many achievements, they call keys, so not die or break so many of these orbs um, mm-hmm. in a given time span. And then you can progress through the game. And the in-between scenes are really cool because to get to it, you have to fight a boss and a boss takes it in a whole different mode that you're like attacking this huge computer system. And uh, it, it's really, really just visually pleasing and and sound effects are really, really good. So they did a really bang up job uh, with it. Now, I'm not really sure if that means that I would recommend it for $10 in general, but if this is a game, go watch some of the gameplay. I'll link it to in the show notes. I have two videos of me playing through. If it seems relatively interested at all, give it the $10. I think it's worth it because the game, the Nord unit, the, the developers, they gave the the game it looks spectacular like it loads really fast the music is good it's really responsive uh the menu system is really good just there's a lot of polish in this and that's what i appreciate even if you don't love the overall like puzzle aspect of it because even three hours in i'm like i don't really know how i'm winning but i am winning through the game and that's cool <laughs> you know type of thing yeah i'm not sure if you've played games where you're like i don't know why, why how am i doing this but okay <laughs> like every game for yeah. me <laughs> yeah. so but <laughs> i mean i'm watching gameplay of it right now and it definitely looks very interesting it looks like there's multiplayer also mm-hmm. yeah there's two player local multiplayer which i don't have any friends so i won't be able to play that but yeah with controller sharing. So you can do stuff, I guess. I don't know. It seems pretty cool. I might yeah. need to test it out. Just have two Joy-Cons separately and just sadly play by myself. Well, I mean, I will say it definitely looks very original. I haven't seen anything else like this. Yeah. And that's the that's the issue I have with a lot of games that are recently coming out is the fact that they all look very similar <laughs> or nothing looks new and exciting. But yeah, just just the gameplay of this looks very like crazy and different, and like it's it it would be like a a Rubik's cube. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Like you're trying to crack through a Rubik's cube in a way, and yeah, and you're rotating it, yeah. and you're moving things, yeah. and you're hitting different things that shift different things. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. really neato. I mean, in general, like I said, the the graphics are yeah, and you're right. I haven't really seen anything else quite like this. And even if you just watch one of the videos and. And I almost just want to turn on for the opening song because there's like this opening song. It's like so good. It's just like so good. And you're just like, I'm just like bobbing my head to it. I'm like, this is a really good song. I want the soundtrack. So but yeah. I wonder if it's available somewhere. Probably. I'd have to go to their website. The The publisher is HeroCraft and the developer is Nord Unit. So I'll link to the I'll link to the switch page so you can give it a go. But for ten dollars, it, it's pretty impressive the amount of polish that's on the game 
Which and you know what? Even even if you don't want it for ten dollars, add it to your wish list. I'm sure it will go on sale someday soon. Yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great wish list title if you're if you want to give it a give it a go. So definitely do that. But yeah, that's the only thing I've been playing this week. I just wanted to dedicate time. Wow. You know, just go for it. Great. All right, cool. Well, anything else from you, Christina? No, that's it. Just me complaining about logos, logos. <laughs> the logos of the logos does have a great yeah. <laughs> logo, but not a great logos. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for for being awesome as always. And maybe one day, M- Michael will come grace his presence to the podcast again. We shall see. But until then, you will have to wait one more week for next week's Nintendo Dispatch. We hope that you enjoyed it. You can reach us everywhere on the internet at nintendodispatch.com. There's links there to our Twitch, to our Twitter, to our YouTubes, all the things. We love it. That's going to do it for this week. This has been your Nintendo Dispatch.